What's up, guys? I'm Jared Lopes, and you're listening to the Dad Tired Podcast, where I'm helping everyday families learn how to follow Jesus in everyday life. How's it going, guys? Jared Lopes back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast, and it is good to be with you. For those of you that have been longtime subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in each week. For those of you that are finding Dad Tired for the first time, hello to you. Glad you stumbled upon our ministry. Uh, We're a nonprofit ministry that is just committed to pointing guys towards Jesus and seeing their hearts changed. Uh, we're never going to tell you what to do. Uh, we believe that if we can just point you to Jesus that and tell you about the gospel, uh, that he can change your heart. And if your heart changes, then your behavior changes. And heart behavior change always lasts longer than, uh, heart change always lasts a lot longer than behavior change. Uh, and so we're just really trying to point guys back towards Jesus. That's what we're all about. We have an online community um, on Facebook, a closed group on Facebook with uh, a bunch of guys from around the world who are trying to take their faith, their family, and their marriage very seriously. We'd love to have you come be part of that group. It's a cool group just to get encouragement, ask advice, have people pray for you, pray for other people, meet up with guys in your area. You can find that group by going to dadtire.com and clicking the community tab, and it'll help you find some other guys in your area and also link you over to that closed group on Facebook. So come hang out with us if you're not hanging out with us there. Also, I want to tell you and remind you guys, if you are um, not following us on Instagram, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff um, content-wise, giving away content, giving away materials or free stuff or just sharing hearts or updates and all that stuff on the Facebook our Instagram stories. So come hang out there as well. Been doing some more speaking engagements and uh, just got another one potentially with some dad tired guys um, in Tennessee for later this year. So if you've got an event happening, if your church or your ministry is hosting an event and you're looking for speakers, I always love to come hang out with you guys and uh, to share what God's doing and um, point guys and youth and married people back to Jesus. So um, if you've got some kind of event and you're looking for speakers, I'd love to come be part of that. You can message me at hello at dadtired.com, hello at dadtired.com, and uh, we can get connected that way. Today we're talking about, um, well, Pia, before we get started, by the way, um, today is Monday and I never record podcasts on Monday. Normally you're listening to the new podcast on Monday. Um, I, I release an episode every Monday morning. Um, but today is Monday. And the reason is I just turned 30 this weekend and, um, I didn't know this. I was actually working at a conference and, um, I came home on Friday night, my birthday night and walked in the door and there was a ton of my friends here and they surprised me with a, my wife put together this huge birthday, uh, surprise birthday party. And my family was here from California who I haven't seen in a long time. And it was just super, super cool. Spent the whole week in kind of celebrating 30, being 30 years old, which is crazy. Um, in some ways I feel a lot older than 30 in some ways I feel like I'm 15. So, um, I'm sure you guys can relate to that. But anyway, so I was, I was just spending all weekend with my family and I, I got like nothing done. I didn't record the podcast. So that's why you're hearing this a little bit late. I apologize for those that were expecting the podcast to drop. On Monday morning and it didn't come out Monday morning that 
show some grace because I uh, was turning 30 and uh, hanging out with my family. Anyway, today's podcast is about, for those of you that feel like you are reactive, um, and what I mean by that is you tend to react out of either emotion or habit. So maybe you're dealing with the same junk that you've been dealing with for a long time and you just can't seem to like get over it. Um, or maybe you um, find yourself doing the same thing. Um, and um, I guess some specifics could be like maybe you're, you're quick-tempered. Um, today's podcast would be good for you if you're, if, if you're like dealing with some temper issues or have quick temperament um, or a short fuse. Um, just things that you feel like you're reacting. You're constantly feeling like you're reacting and you're finding yourself doing things in out of reaction to other things that you didn't even expect of yourself. And I, I'm like this way all the time. Sometimes I'll just like go from being the most engaged, loving, patient dad. And then in like a minute, um, I'm like find myself being super sharp with my kids or yelling at them. And I'm like, what the, I'm even surprising myself at how I just reacted out of nowhere. Um, and so that's kind of what we're talking about today. Let me give you an example of how this played out in a very real way in my life. Uh, a while back. This was before we had kids. Um, my wife was pregnant and uh, she was pretty far along in her pregnancy with our first son. Uh, our only son, our first child, and she were driving, and I'm actually taking her out on a date to go see a movie. And so, you know, I'm trying to take care of my my big bellied bride, and uh, we're driving on the freeway, and out of nowhere, some guy in his redneck old beat up truck comes flying around me. He like swir- he's he's right behind me, he swerves around me and then jumps right back into my lane and misses the front of our car by inches, you know, and it always feels like it's like millimeters. I don't know how close it actually was, but it was just way too close. He was driving way too fast and reckless. And uh, without hesitation, as soon as he flew back into my lane, without hesitation, I didn't think, I didn't didn't process. All I did was slam on my horn. And at the exact same time, my middle finger is up (laughs) and pointed at him. And uh, I didn't think through it. Like I wasn't thinking, you know, hmm, all right, this guy almost uh, took out our car. My pregnant wife's here. And now what am I feeling? Oh, I'm feeling angry and I've got some emotions. And what would be a good way to react to this guy? Oh, maybe I'll stick up my middle finger to him. Uh, None of that was processed. It totally was reaction. He cuts us off in the middle of our lane. He's flying. He's driving recklessly. And without thinking, my first reaction is to wail on the horn and stick up my middle finger to this guy. And this isn't something I do. Like, I'm not like constantly (laughs) flipping people off on the road. I didn't have like a reputation before that of like having a hard time controlling myself and uh, flipping people off. I don't even know if I had ever really flipped anybody off before. But for whatever reason, at this moment, this was the time that I was going to flip somebody off. And uh, turns out, like, kind of, I, short story long here dude was like a man's man you know i'm just like this young 20 something year old punk scrawny kid and uh he's like a man's man he just wasn't afraid at all he he literally waved me over like pull your car over let's settle this outside and as soon as he did that i freaked out i was like oh crap this dude's gonna kill us uh so i just drove away and fortunately he exited and the situation resolved itself on its own by the grace of god we didn't lose our lives that day um here's the point 
what happened there was I found myself reacting without thinking I was reacting. And you and I, uh, we are we are constantly susceptible to finding ourselves in place of reaction. And, and we do this all day, every day. So when somebody gets mean, I, uh, when somebody cuts me off on the freeway, I flip them off. When somebody walks into a room that doesn't look like me, I judge them. When somebody says something that comes off as weird or different, I judge them. Or when somebody uh, hurts me, I think about retaliation instead of forgiveness. When a woman uh, walks by or walks in and who is pretty, I lust. You know, We're constantly reacting towards things. We're always reacting. Let me read you a verse uh, in Matthew that's really, really fascinating. It's in Matthew 4, verse 1. It says this. You've heard it a million times, but listen, I'm just going to read the first verse to you here. It says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Verse two, sorry, I lied. I'm going to read two verses. Verse two, after fasting for 40 days and for 40 nights, he was hungry. Chapter four, verse one, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Now listen, most of us have heard that that passage. You've probably heard um you've probably heard messages on this or maybe you grew up reading this first. Most of us have always been taught that Jesus went into the wilderness or he went out into the desert or wherever you were taught, whatever your Bible translation says. He went out and isolated himself to fast. Right? Jesus fasts in the wilderness for 40 days. Some of our like um, titles in the scripture even say that Jesus goes and fasts for 40 days. We're often taught that this is kind of the, the crux of the, the scripture is that Jesus goes to fast. Jesus did not go into the wilderness to fast. What does it say? Chapter 4, verse 1, Matthew, it says, Jesus went into the wilderness. Why? He was led there by the Spirit to be tempted by the devil. Jesus went into the wilderness to be tempted. In fact, the start of his ministry, and this is at the very beginning of of his ministry, the purpose is that he would be tempted and overcome temptation so that we would begin to know that this guy is different than every other guy that came before him. He's different than Adam. He's different than every prophet or every other leader that came and king that came before him. Jesus is separating himself that in the midst of temptation, he doesn't succumb to it like every other person that we see in scripture. Jesus goes into the wilderness to be tempted. And so knowing that he's going to be tempted, what does he do? He fasts. The whole point of him to go to the desert was to be tempted. And knowing that he was going to face temptation, he fasts. Now, this is opposite of what you and I would be told, right? Like if if you wanted, if you were going to go somewhere and and try to make like sound decisions and make good decisions, I would tell you like, dude, you need to make sure that you're sleeping well and that you're eating well so that your mind can be sharp. And I believe that. I believe that God like built our body so that we get the proper amount of sleep and that we should eat, be eating right in these things so that our mind can work the best way that he designed it to work. I think that's totally normal and uh, by God's design. But, but Jesus goes and he, knowing he's going to be tempted, he fasts, which is really crazy. For 40 days, he doesn't take a bite of food um, because he knows he's going to be tempted. And here's what I think is happening. 
with fasting, which can be a really kind of obscure subject. Like uh, it, it seems almost like this is something that the priests do or monks do or the super spiritual do. Like this is what the extra holy people do. They fast. It's the spiritual discipline that's reserved for the most holy of holy believers. And us kind of like normal Christians don't really fast because we don't totally know the meaning of it or we don't know why we're doing it or we don't feel holy enough and just doesn't make sense or whatever. But I think what's happening with fasting is this. You and I are constantly reacting out of our flesh. We have a flesh muscle and a spiritual muscle. And each of those muscles are being worked out and strengthened. And most often, day in and day out, we are strengthening our flesh muscle. And so when we get put in situations, whichever one is stronger, whichever one has been exercised and disciplined is the one that tends to show its face. And so when somebody cuts me off in the freeway, my flesh muscle, that deep sinful part of me that is always wanting to fight for itself, flips a guy off and maybe says a cuss word. When your kids do something that they shouldn't do or they move past your area of patience, then you yell at them or you say something sharp to your wife or you lust after a girl or you fall into temptation again and again and again because what's happening is we are reactionary. When we're hungry, we eat. When we see something we like, we lust. And that doesn't even have to be a girl. When it sees, when we see anything we like, we get envious and lustful. When we get angry, we sin. We are constantly reacting. And I think what Jesus is doing is exercising the spirit inside of him where he says, listen, my flesh is not in control. My flesh does not take control. When I'm hungry, I don't have to eat. When I feel like you want to lust, you don't have to lust. When you're angry, you don't have to sin. And food, it's not really about the food. It's not about eating or drinking. You don't become more spiritual because you skip a few meals. Listen, there are plenty of days where I get so busy that I, I forget to eat. That doesn't make me more spiritual. The spiritual discipline here is when you recognize that you don't have to live your life in reaction to everything, that the Spirit of God inside you can actually be stronger, that the Spirit of God in you can live and be the same God that raised the, Jesus from the dead, lives inside of you and you realize like, I don't have to react to everything. I can let the spirit of God inside of me start to control and dictate the way that I live my life. I can make decisions the way that Jesus made decisions. And so here's my challenge to you. Uh, Whether you've fasted as a spiritual discipline for your whole life or or you've never fasted before, it's never been something you've done. I want to challenge you with this. Start, um, maybe, I know some guys are just like, I'm going all in, Uh, I'm fasting for the 40 days. I I don't recommend doing that. Uh, Don't fast for 40 days. Although I know people who have done that, like super intense dudes uh, and women who have done that. And, you know, it's, I've never done it, so I don't know how it was, but it seemed fine. But that's not what I recommend. Um, If you feel like you can go a day of fasting 24 hours, which, you know, unless you've got some major medical issues, you you can go 24 hours without eating. Um, maybe it's just, you know, 12 hours, or maybe it's you skip breakfast or lunch. But the goal here, again, is not that we just get super disciplined. And this is always my fear with spiritual disciplines, is that people get, they start to worship the discipline more than they do the, pur- the purpose of the discipline. Jesus talked about this, like the Sabbath was made for the man, not the man for Sabbath. And what he was saying here is the point is that 
let you get closer to Jesus. In fact, the the um, the analogy that Jesus used to the Pharisees was um, when the when the when the grooms when the groom is here, like you're not doing anything to get closer to the groom. The groom's already in front of you. What Jesus was essentially saying is. The, the reason you do these spiritual disciplines is to get closer to me. But if I'm in front of you, you don't need to be a slave to the spiritual discipline. And that's what I'm saying with fasting is you don't need to be a slave to the spiritual discipline. In fact, you can get so disciplined in your spiritual discipline that you actually miss the whole point. The point is that you draw closer to Jesus. And so whatever your experience is with fasting— The point is not food here. The point is that we can recognize that the Spirit of God lives inside of us and that you and I don't have to be reactionary to everything. We don't always have to react. So my challenge to you this week is take a day, pull out your phone right now, unless you're driving, uh, but you know, next time you pull over, go to a stoplight or whatever, pull, pull to the side and put a day in your calendar where you will fast and seek the Lord. Because here's the reality. Jesus went into the desert to be tempted. And you and I know for a fact that we will be tempted today. If you are a human, you will be tempted. If you are a married man, you are going to be tempted and the consequences of your temptation are twice as much. If you're married and you have kids, you now have twice as much responsibility when it comes to or three or four or five times as much responsibility when it comes to that, that temptation because your decisions now affect a, a m- multiple people. Um, so you know that you're going to be tempted, just like Jesus knew he was going to be tempted. And my challenge to you, knowing that you're going to be tempted like Jesus was, would you fast like he did so that you can start to exercise the spirit inside of you? And that's kind of weird language. But the point is, the point of the fasting is to recognize that you don't have to live reactionary to your flesh. When you're hungry, you don't have to eat. When you see a woman, you don't have to lust. When you see somebody that has more stuff or a better job or a better position than you, you don't have to be envious and covet after them. When you get angry, you don't have to sin. When you're faced with the temptation to say something sharp, you don't have to say it. The Spirit of God lives inside of you. And if we slow down enough to get in tune with the Spirit of God inside of us to say it's not the flesh that I live by, but it's the spirit of God within me. Then we start to make decisions that look a lot more like Jesus. That's my challenge to you. If that makes sense, if if you're going to do it, uh, if you're one of the podcast listeners that's in the Dad Tired group, would you post on the Dad Tired group and say, hey, listen to the podcast today. I'm going to fast. Who wants to join me? Uh, I would love to join you. I would love other guys to join in with us uh, on this. And would we be men who don't live by reaction, but who live by the Spirit of God in us? That we don't do everything by our flesh, but we recognize that the Spirit of God in us is the same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead, that he lives in us, that we don't have to be reactionary men, but that we can be disciplined men, not because we're strong enough, but because the spirit of God lives in us and he can, by his grace, work in and through us so that we can make decisions that look more like him, that we can be salt and light to our families and to our neighborhoods and to our workplaces, that we would be different because we're living by the spirit, 
not by our flesh. I hope that makes sense. I love you guys. Thank you for listening week in and week out. I hope this was helpful. As always, you can always reach out to me at hello at dadtired.com. I'd love to hear your story. If you're not part of the Facebook group, come join the Facebook group. Get involved there. But let's fast this week. Let's seek after Jesus. Let's say no to our flesh and recognize that the Spirit of God in us is stronger. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.